the basses to really bring in. Brother Steve, bring it out right here. Page <laughs> 76. All right. I need some mouth pedals to ring out here, too, okay? Here we go. On a second. Lord, as he comes this way, yes, God Lord. bless those, Lord, 
who have testimony, God, as we learn in Sunday school, Lord. Heavenly Father, that they would serve and minister those testimonies to us, God. Heavenly Father, because, Heavenly Father, we all have a heart. We all have a place we fit, dear God, yeah. in your great and wonderful Amen. plan, dear Lord. We pray, dear God, that you just allow us, God. No, Lord, help us, God. Heavenly Father, to follow your good and perfect will in our lives. And we give thanks and praise for those blessings. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Y'all can be seated. I forgot to do this earlier. I forgot to do this earlier. We're going to sing a song while the kids do this. Let's do our penny march. Get your uh, get your change out, if you don't mind. I need some kids to come up in here and help me with the penny march. While you're getting your change out, also look at page 317 in the church symbol. We're going to sing while they're uh, gathering up our change for our children's homes ministry. And uh, there's some little buckets back here. Y'all might do that. Thank you. His love lights the way. All right.
little bit better. Yeah, yeah. it's good. It's good. I don't know how some bass guys come up here. Brother Bob says she's attempting to come up here and help me. Brother Clive's going to come. Brother Steve, you come up here and help us in there. Look at page 92. We'll talk with you. Brother Neil, can you sing up? Any more bass things? I need me some bass things. Ricky, you sing bass? <laughs> <laughs> Come on.
sets of pipe 
But I love the Lord. He is as real to me. And people say, well, how do you know He's real? I talked to a spirit. I talked to, to him, and I can't even see him, preacher. I That's never right. have light eyes. But I've laid my heart and my soul. I see it. But with physical eyes, I cannot see it. And I've told this before. I'll be going, coming home from work. And how I get from point A to point B, I don't have a clue. But that old heart just about to jump out and tears running down my eyes. And we just have a good time for just a little bit. And then I just thank you for letting me. Go from point A to point B. I don't even remember how I got 15 or 20 miles down the road, Patrick, but that's the God I know. I know He's real. Yeah. I've talked to Him. I've seen people talk, and they were just talking ignorant. They weren't talking to nobody, and I thought it looked like that sometimes, but I talked to God. He talked back to me. He's real. Amen. Can't see Him. Brother Chris, but he is real. Amen. How do you know that? You gotta have something in this soul in Amen. so you'll know who you're talking to and what you're talking about. When he gets that heart and soul, he gets that thing thumping, you know it's real. Amen. I got what it takes. I got Amen. some real tears. Hey, y'all pray for me. I'm glad to be here, glad me and my wife and daughter come. I love y'all. Appreciate Amen. it. Thank you, Brother Jordan. Thanks for that. You know, we have so much to be thankful for. <laughs> yes. Thankful. Well, I'm thankful for the grace of God. I'm thankful for His wonderful grace. You know, we can sing Amazing Grace one million times, and it gets it gets better and better every time. That's, there's no better song than Amazing Grace. You know, it don't matter if you're Baptist, Presbyterian, uh, Church of God, it don't really matter. That's not going to get you to heaven, but the grace of God is going to get you there. Again, we have so much to be thankful for. Look to page 170. You don't have to look in your hymn books, but this uh, celebration hymn book, 170, Give Thanks.
thank you, Sister Lane, for requesting yes. that song. Uh, well, come and share a song with us.
that wall of prayer just needs so much to me. When we're happy, prayer. When we're sad, prayer. That's just our, our communication with the Lord. I just want to thank you for allowing me to have that. Amen. Amen. Bless your heart. Amen. You love the Lord today. Amen. Amen. Boy, I've been able to feel His presence here in this yes. service today. And uh, I so much appreciate that. Sister Samantha that just played and sang, that's Brother Chris's wife, Brother Chris Schaefer's wife. And she said last time she was here, she was three years old, and her uncle Paul Kelly was the pastor here. And she came for Bible school. Isn't that something? And, uh, but we're so glad y'all are here. This is Brother Chris Schaefer. Some of you know him, some of you don't, but want you to pray for him. Uh, I told him, I said, uh, I said, we're not going to get it down rock bottom. He said, we're going to, we want you to pray for him, that God will just give him the, 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 the words to say. And I really appreciate the church minding God today. I really do. These songs have been uplifting. They've been encouraging, like our Sunday school lesson. Uh, uh, talked about. It's so good to have you visitors with us. We don't count you as visitors. We want you to just join in with us and go to meeting for a little while. Good to have Patrick and his family Amen. here uh, with us uh, today. And we got several out today <coughs> to see, uh, but we're we're so glad that you're here. Today. Amen. And so I want you to pray from the bottom of your heart for this man and and if the Lord leads you to come up here to the altar and pray for any reason, for any reason, you can come. And if you feel like you need to come now, you can't wait till the altar call, we call it, you come now. Yes. Just whatever God leads you yes. uh, uh, to come. But uh, please, one thing I'm going to ask you is please don't leave here. with If you've got a need in your life, don't leave here with that same need. Leave here with it filled. And it can be filled today. Amen. Amen. Love you, preacher. You just mind What an honor and a blessing uh, to be with Liberty Hill. Thank the Lord. Uh, he let us come this way this morning. I, I tell you, uh, I was telling Brother Steve a little while ago, I, I said, it's going to be hard to follow that uh, this morning with the singing and uh, how wonderful it's been this morning, how, how wonderful it is to be at God's house. I, I, I love to tell a church uh, when I go and, uh, and go and have appointments, I love to let the church know that how good they've welcomed us. Uh, you've welcomed us with open arms. Thank you for that. I, I feel welcome. Uh, but Bobby, it's not everywhere you go, you feel that way. Right. And it's the truth. I'm not trying to point fingers at any of the churches, but there's some that just don't feel welcome. Thank you for letting us feel welcome uh, this morning and loved. Uh, I, I, felt, I felt it, and I, I do appreciate that. Uh, again, it's an honor to be here. <clears throat> I love Brother Steve and Sister Belinda. <clears throat> I love their family. Uh, Brother Steve was my pastor over at Rosal uh, years and years ago, and I, and I appreciate uh, uh, he's been a not only a wonderful pastor to me, but a wonderful friend. <clears throat> and I thank the Lord for him in my life. I, I appreciate how he cares <clears throat> not only for his friends, but also the lost. Uh, how you got you a good one. I'll say that, church. You got you a good one. 
uh, and hated to lose him, but I know uh, that God's work is more important than my, my will. So I appreciate uh, him and love him and Sister Belinda and Brother Austin who, uh, who we got to see grow up and, and miss him very much. And thank God for them in, the, in our life uh, this morning. But uh, church, we will not hold you long uh, this morning, but we do feel led to uh, uh, leave this with you uh, this morning. And I'm like the brother said back there a little while ago, he's not going to leave it here. Uh, uh, I'm um, sorry, he's going to leave it here, uh, not go home with it. I don't want to go home with this either. I went home with messages and I went home where I should have stood up and I went home and couldn't sleep because of that. We ain't doing that this time. We're going to leave it here. I thank the Lord for that, and I appreciate uh, uh, your kindness uh, uh, this morning. And I, I tell you, church, uh, uh, this morning as we've come this way, uh, hearing the great singing, and uh, I, I thought, my goodness, this, if it gets any better, I'm ready to go. Uh, I'm ready to go now. It's, it's wonderful, and I, I appreciate that. And Brother Chris came and got up here in, 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 his, in the Sunday school who done a great job. By the way, I just want to say that, but I look, got a little worried and anxious, a little worried. I think he's going to get all over what I was supposed to uh, preach this morning. But he left me a little bit this morning, and I thank the Lord for that. It's, it is an honor uh, to be up here. I don't take this lightly. I take this uh, very seriously. Uh, uh, the Word of God is the most important thing you'll have in your life. Amen. Uh, people will beg to differ in this nation, in this world, in this community. Wherever you're at, but that's not the most important thing. The most important thing in our lives is the Word of God. Uh, without that, I'm doomed for hell. Right. I am not. Uh, I'll not sugarcoat it for you. I'm not going to try to make it something that it's not. But let's just call it what it is. You are doomed to hell without the Lord. Right. Uh, that's where we were going. But when the Lord uh, saved us from death, hell, and the grave, and He defeated all of it. Uh, for us, and I thank God for that uh, this uh, this morning. But if you have your Bibles, church, well, uh, uh, if you'd like to turn with us to the Book of John uh, in the fifteenth chapter, the Book of John in the fifteenth chapter, and as you turn here, you Bible readers know this scripture very well. Uh, you could probably uh, have a, a verbatim of uh, uh, this parable of the true vine uh, as we are about to read. Uh, but our, uh, we, and no doubt that we've even uh, tried to preach on this many times. And, but the Lord has shown us something in this, Brother Steve, we've never seen. Uh, that He gave us a little nugget, uh, if you have it be, and uh, showed us uh, something that just stuck out uh, to, to us and, and just cannot get away from it. We thought we had this all figured out uh, Monday. The uh, Lord changed our thought last night, uh, late last night. And preachers, you know what I'm talking about. You've, bought, you've been there too. There's no doubt. But Lord has uh, showed us something in this scripture that uh, with His help we'll try to, uh, uh, to give it to you this morning. I appreciate uh, the encouragement that we felt this morning. We need that in our lives, uh, no doubt. But, uh, and, and here we're going to read the scripture and uh, we'll go a little further. The book of John in the 15th chapter, uh, starting with the first verse. Uh, it says, I am the true vine, and my father is a husbandman. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purges it, that it may bring forth more fruit. Now ye are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, 
except it abide in the vine, uh, no more can ye except you ye abide in me. I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit, for without me ye can do nothing. If a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch, and is withered. And men gather them, and cast them into the fire, and they are burned. If you abide in me, and my words abide in you, ye shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto you. Here it is, my Father glorified, that ye bear much fruit, so shall ye be my disciples. <laughs> now, correctly reading there through the 8th verse, uh, you can read a little bit further, uh, more about the branches, no doubt, but the Lord has asked us, uh, that's a good uh, stopping place uh, this morning, but as we uh, uh, went on to, uh, upon this scripture with the Lord's help, we asked the Lord to give us scripture uh, uh, to try to uh, preach on this morning, and no doubt. Uh, but I want to, uh, uh, before we go any further, I want us to understand, uh, 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 go back to the third verse, if you will. And I want this third verse uh, to be planted into your brain that this is this what we're, we're trying to focus on. This third verse. It says, Now ye are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Now let me read it again. He said, Now ye are clean uh, uh, through the word which I have spoken uh, unto you. Uh, church, today I want us uh, to understand uh, without a shadow of a doubt uh, that we ought to obey God uh, rather than men. That's what the Scripture says. And I want us to understand this this morning. Uh, that the world does not define who you are God does. Now I want us to realize a uh, church today and when he said that ye are clean uh, through the word which I has spoken unto you. He simply said that one little word. I has spoken uh, through you. He said, I, church today, the world does not define us, amen, today, but God does today. Amen. Now, I want to slow down just for a second. Uh, and we'll get into this scripture. And uh, I want us to realize, church, today, amen, that we live in a world, thank you, preacher, that I live in a world uh, today that we try every, <clears throat> as you grow up and as we go out to our jobs and our uh, places, uh, wherever we go every day, our community, uh, out, uh, in town, at our jobs, or wherever we go, and that we are being defined by the world. They are looking at us and they are trying to tell us who we are. Stay with me just for a second. I want you to shake my hand after you leave today. I really do. But I want us to realize, church, today, that everywhere we go, we are being defined by the world, by society, uh, trying to tell us who we are. Church, we live in a day right now uh, where if we had a thousand folks uh, running towards a cliff and jumping off of it, and, and if you was going the other way, they look at you like you're the crazy one. Mm -hmm. 
Right. Yeah. Let me just now stay away with me just for a second. Again, shake my hand. And when you leave, I'm just don't give you what the Lord gave me. I want us to realize today that the world is trying to define us as a Christian folk today that we're the evil ones. That we're what's wrong with society. That we're uh, today where the body is not acknowledging what sin is. And we can't, we're not going to accept it. But church today, let me give you some encouragement, some exhortation. And just keep pounding on the rock today and stick with the Word of God. Amen. Amen. People don't like hearing this today because it's not popular to what society says. Amen. People say the church needs to bring what's out in the world into the church. I beg to differ. We need to take what's in the church and take it out in the world. Amen. Now, people don't like that. And you won't get many amens on that anymore. Men of God won't step up and be men of God. Come on. Women of God won't step up and be women of God no more because we, don't, we worry about what everybody else thinks. Now, stay with me. I'm about to get, we're, going, we're about to get into the, uh, the meat of the, uh, of the Scripture here. I want, now, let me just slow down just for a second. I mean, years and years ago, I wanted to say this. Years and years ago, I met a man who I worked with. I mean, he was a he was a he's a Christian. He was a great man. Loved him very much, and I work with him more. This is years ago, but me and him talked one day. I love talking about the Lord. I do. I hope you do too. It's good to tell a lost and dying world about the Lord. No doubt in my mind. It's also good to talk to fellow Christians about it too. Amen. And as we was talking, uh, we were just trying to just talk about the Lord, and we were given uh, how good the Lord's been to us, and, and no doubt. But he told me of a story. He said he used to be a very overweight guy. He was. He was obese. He was. He was very big. Amen. Unhealthy. Amen. Very unhealthy. Had high, high, high blood pressure. He had all everything that comes with excess gain weight. There's no doubt about that. He said, but, amen, uh, uh, as he was talking, uh, through the, I believe it was almost a year and a half to two years, he, th he told himself he's going to change his life through the Lord's help, help him to lose the weight, to get healthier for his grandkids. And he, he, he went, but he did the work. He did everything he did. I believe he lost like 150 pounds and uh, blood pressure came down. He got off all the pills he was on because of it. He was a healthy, healthy man. Amen. But he said that he went and got back. Now, this stay with me just for a second. He said that uh, uh, he uh, during Christmas time, he went back uh, to go see his family who live across the country. Uh, he went and fly out there. They've not seen him in two years. He said, two years they've not seen him. So they are going to see a drastic change in this man, whether it was appearance of what he looked like. He said when he got there, he didn't say nothing. He didn't want to make it a big deal about him. But everybody came up to him and said, boy, you sure you look good. You're doing great. Hey, everything looks great. You're, you look like you've lost weight. You're doing good. You look healthy. And he, and he just said, thank you, thank you, like he you, like you would. And he said there's this one man. Stay with me now. He said there was this one man. I can't remember if it was his uncle or cousin. But he said there was this one man looked at him and said, you'll still be the fat and lazy guy in my life that I know. You'll still be that guy. Do you see where I'm going with this, church, this morning? I want you to understand. He said what he, when he said that, you would think, hey, he had enough gumption. Uh, the man who lost the weight had a good enough gumption about him, enough spirit about him to say, I don't care what he thinks. They didn't think that. 
But he said he went away. Amen. Uh, Care what that man thought. He said when he got back on the plane to go back home, he ordered a diet, or a, a diet coat, which he thought had in two years. He said when he got off the plane in the airport, he went to a cafe and they started eating a greasy, greasy hamburger because he was so doubted out what that guy said to him. One guy, okay? He said hey, all the other 50 or 60 people told him how good he looked, how great of a job he was doing and all this. He said, after that second bite, amen, he put down the hamburger. He said, I'm not going to let that one guy define who I am. Amen. Mm -hmm. He said, I'm not going to let that one man out of all these people define who I am. I know who he is. He's just a miserable man anyway. He's going to live in his misery for the rest of his life. But I want you to understand, that's how we do today. At church, we all have enough gumption about us that we all obey God rather than men. And in church today, let God define us and not society today. God bless you. Amen. I want us to realize that third verse has got a lot in it. He said, now you are clean through the word which I, this is Jesus saying this, this is red letters. It says that I have spoken unto you. You are clean because of him. You are defined because of the Lord. That's who defines us. That's who we need to care about today. That's who we need to worry about today. Amen. Not what society thinks or what anybody on the internet trolls or says or whatever. Now, I'll say this. My, I have a... A 19-year-old daughter, she's not here so I can talk about her. She don't mind me talking about her in her, in her message. She ain't here so no one tell her. Karen, you don't tell her either. <laughs> and I, wanna, I want you to understand, as she was growing up, and, and, and today I know it's different. You have cell phones, you have the internet in your hand the whole time. You have a, a small computer in your hand. You can go wherever you go with it. And, and all this social networking, all these platforms, amen, and all these pictures you can put on there. She was always worried what people were going to think about her. Constantly, she, she, she's a freshman at Troy this year. That's where she's at right now. I mean, but as she was growing up, she, she, had, she, she was always worried what people thought of her, what she looked like, or what are they going to say in the comments. She was so, uh, so worried about what everybody else thought. And I told her, I said, do you think everybody else is doing the same thing? Yes, I do believe that. They're worried about the same thing. They are. I said, these, all these things that we're putting on there, they're fake anyway. you got all these filters, amen, to make someone look better. I mean, they're defining you the way that you look. They're defining you the way that you talk. They're defining you how much makeup you wear. They're defining you if you have a big muscle. They're defining you about your skin. They're defining you about every which thing they possibly can. But I want you to understand, church, that we ought to obey God rather than men and not let the world define us but God today. Amen. We need to work with worrying what they're going to say about us. We need to take the church to them. Amen. Not let the world come into the church. I've seen, Brother Bobby, I know you have too, as the world infiltrating the church. And that church don't stand very long, does it? They'll bring it in and they'll call it a church when there's no God in it. Sure. Amen. I told you, I hope you shake my hand when I say this. Amen. Man, I want us to realize we live in a day that we've got to be real about this. 
It doesn't matter what everybody else thinks of you. It doesn't matter if you stand. Amen. When we talk toe to toe. Amen. With society and the government. When we say sin is sin. And, and it's wrong. Amen. And we should not do it by God's word. Stick with it today. And it'll do us some good today. Amen. My, my. I wonder what would happen if our whole government stood up for the Lord. What do you think would happen? Because they're not. I mean, I'm not telling you something you already don't know. They say they will. Just get elected. I'm not trying to go political by no means. But they're just as guilty as we are when we're trying to be something that we're not. I want us to realize, just you this morning, you're here for a reason, and I want you to realize this. We are not defined by what whoever says something out there who we are. We are defined by God. He told us in this third verse, He told us in this third verse, He said, You are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Amen. That's what I need. That's what I want to go defi be defined by. I want to be defined by God, not so and so outside. Yes. Amen. And when that man I told you about, he took one, he took one bite, one bite of the hamburger in the airport. And he'd go, he said, it was just a, just a nasty old greasy hamburger. I mean, uh, if you like it, I'm not saying it's bad. It's, I'm just trying to tell you a story. You see, after the two years of effort and, and struggle that he went through, asking God to help him get through, I mean, to get healthy and all these things, asking God for help. And he took one bite of that. He said he put it down and just started crying at the airport. People say, is this man crazy? No. Amen. Guilt hit him as hard as it could hit him. Amen. Because he knew what he'd done to get to that point. I mean, he knew the struggles that he went through. He knew the pain he had to go through. He knew the effort. Everything he had to do that. He said he, took, he put it down. He said, I'm not letting that man define who I am. Church today, do not let no one else define who you are. I mean, if we want to get right with God, get defined by God. Amen. Sure. Let's worry about what God thinks about us a little bit. And not what so-and-so at the workplace does. Hey, there might, my, my, there might be a man uh, uh, that you're going something you're going through right now. Amen. Over at the workplace. Amen. Where somebody's defining who you are, that you're not doing enough work. Amen. Amen. That you're not, you're getting paid way too much for what you do. Don't let them define you. Amen. Don't you go home, put your head down, amen, and cry about that. Amen. Lift your head up and worry about what God. God thinks about us. Worry about what He wants us to do. Worry about His job and that we need to go through Him today. Amen. My, my. But I, I worry about that today. I mean, I was talking about my daughter who's, who's 19 right now, but she, when she was growing up, she worried about this from 12 years up. What, what did people think about me? And I kept telling her, quit worrying about that. Stop. Amen. Quit. Who cares? I mean, it doesn't matter what they think about you. Amen. But we get it up as adults when we're doing the same exact thing. That's right. We're doing the same exact thing. I want us to be defined by God today. God wants us, us to obey Him rather than men. That's what He wants out of our lives. And I realize today we live in a day where the Steve, well, this ain't the most amen message, and I know that. This ain't might be the most hallelujah message, amen, today. But we need told them, I am the true vine. 
He said, and my father is a husbandman. Amen, husbandman. God is the gardener of this. He's the one what's going to take care of you this morning. Jesus is the true vine. These branches, amen, it's on these vine. I didn't know I'm going to get in this parable. I didn't going that way, but I want us to realize these branches, they go out far, far, far. And the Bible says there's two ways. If you go back, or I'm sorry, if you go back and you read on how uh, uh, to, uh, to to focus on this vine and to cut it up and all this, they sometimes they would cut some of the branches off because they would mess up all the other branches. It would infiltrate all the other ones and rot them out too. Does this not remind you of something today? Amen. We, when we get uh, with the wrong crowd, we rot with the other people. Church, today we need to understand that we are defined by God and not man today. Amen. When we go out in the world and we say this is sin, amen, amen, you say, well, you've got to accept it because this is the way society is today. Stand firm amen. what God says. I mean, people don't like hearing this, I mean, but when we go, we live in a day right now, and people don't like to talk about this. We live in a day right now where homosexuality is not a sin anymore. Come yes, on. sir. Yes, ma'am, it is. Amen. Hey, it's an abomination under God. I mean, we stand against that. A preacher, you got to accept it to be loved today. I mean, I won't care if the world loves me. Amen. I care that God does. Yeah. I mean, and we live in a day right now, I mean, where we don't want to call sin any longer. Amen. We must accept it or conform or die. Then I'll die on the word of God today. Amen. Amen. A lot of people don't like hearing it, don't want to talk about it. People say these kind of churches that we live in right now don't take this to the bigger churches because they don't want nothing to do with that. Well, let me ask you, if these bigger churches really getting close to the Lord, you got to ask these questions. But for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. We're going to stand by the Word of God. And again, I know this wasn't the most amen message. I'm not to hush and close. But I want us to understand what we're defined by. I don't care if so-and-so talks about you bad. It doesn't matter if so-and-so thinks that you're ugly or that you that, that you don't have the greatest body or, or whoever they comment the nasty stuff. Let them comment. Now, I want us to realize we're right with God anyway. We wouldn't put stuff on, on it anyway. But I want us to realize where we're at. Amen. He let that one guy define who he was and messed up his whole trip. Amen. All the way there and all the way back. He let one guy I mean, define him. I mean, thousands and thousands of miles away when we're doing the same exact thing when we walk through the door. Amen. I want us to realize today, let God define us this morning. Let's all stand to our feet. Brother Steve, come and give us a song this morning. I want us, I, I tell you, this morning, the defining, when God defines us. And before they sing, I want to say this. You know, David's brothers... Let's just remember this. David's brother saw a shepherd. God saw a king. Yes. They defined him as just a shepherd. David, uh, God defined him as a king. Goliath defined him as a dog. Go back and read the scriptures. It says that. He's defined him as a god or uh, as a dog. God defined him as a warrior. Amen. I mean, go back and read the scripture. What happens? Everyone knows the story. It's not what society defines you. It's what God defines you. Amen. But through God, David became a warrior and a king. He wasn't just a shepherd and a dog. 
Amen. Church today, that's what we need to find out. We need to worry what God thinks about us. Go ahead. Amen. 336. 336.